Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avraham Shor. Mesechus Psachim has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'iloi Nishmas, Harav Yaakov ben Matis Yahu. Psachim da Pei Dalit. The Mishnah says, Kol anechal b'shor ha-godol ye'achel b'gdi harach. A shor ha-godol is already fully developed. So any part of the animal that has already become hardened is not roi la And the Mishnah is coming to tell us that even with a small animal like a gdi that you bring for the carbon Pesach, who's not fully developed, and there are parts of the animal which are still soft, but are going to later on become harder when the animal gets older, those parts of the animal are not supposed to be treated like regular basar, even with regards to a gedi. So in the carbon Pesach, if you want to know what parts of the animal are considered roi lachila, you have to look at a shara gadol who is fully developed and say that the parts that are roi lachila in a shara gadol, those are the parts that are considered roi lachila legabe a gedi, legabe a small animal. Now, le'inyan, what do we mean to say this halacha? There's a three-way machalik zrishayinim. Rashi in our Mishnah learns that the focus of our Mishnah is what is considered the part of the animal that you could be nimna alav by carbon Pesach. The halacha is that you only are allowed to be nimna as part of the Chabura of the carbon Pesach, to be included as a member of the Chabura if it's possible for you to eat a Kezai's Basar. That means that you have to calculate in the beginning that every one of the members of the Chabura will be able to receive a Kazai's Basar at least. Now what happens if one of the members can only receive a Kazai's that's edible, but it's not a Kazai's of the rest of the Basar, rather it's a Kazai's of those parts that in the older counterparts, in the Shor HaGadol, are not Roy Lachila. Those parts of the animal, since they're soifoit laakshis, they're, they're eventually going to get hard, are not considered baser. That is the focal point of the Mishnah according to Rashi. So, kol anechel b'shar gadol ye'ochel b'gdi arach is coming to say what parts of the animal are legitimate to be considered part of the chabura that you will be able to get a kazayis of what's considered baser. Mashe'en kein the Rambam in Hilchas Karben Pesach Perach Gyur Halacha Tes learns the Mishnah totally differently. He learns that the Mishnah is talking legabe the din of shviras etzem. Halacha is you're not allowed to break an etzem in the Karben Pesach. Now anything that is nechal b'shar Gadol. And according to Rava in the Gemara, even things that are Nechel and Shur HaGadol with a lot of cooking are not considered Etzem, and therefore you're allowed to eat them when you roast a Gdi, even though there's an Isser of Shviras Etzem, this is not considered Shviras Etzem, because they're considered Basar. So according to the Rambam, the focal point of the Mishnah is what is considered Etzem, Le'inyan, the Lava of Shviras Etzem. The Ravid over there in the Hasogis says that this is a very strange way to be Mefarish to Mishnah. Because the Mishnah doesn't say, Kol she'enoi nechal b'shar ha-godol is enoi nechal b'gdi'arach that will be usher to eat it because of a din shvirus etzim. The Mishnah focuses on what you're allowed to eat. Kol ha-nechal b'shar ha-godol is nechal b'gdi which means that we're really concerned with the positive, with what is considered nechal, and why is the Mishnah concerned with what's considered nechal? Because we're after a, a totally different halacha. We're not talking about the Isser of Shvirus Etzem, rather, if there is a Chiyuv Achila, 
We know, says the Ravid, that you're not allowed to let Kachu become Noiser, and anything in the carbon Pesach that is considered Basar is included in your Iser to allow it to become Noiser, and therefore you have a Chiv to eat it. So whatever is Nechal Bishar Gadol, you have a Chiv to eat. But those parts of the animal, even though now they're soft, but since in a Shara Gadol they get hard, they're not included in your Chiv of Loisei Siru, and therefore you don't have to eat them. So according to Ravid, the focal point of our Mishnah is what parts of the Gedi are you mechuyiv to eat midin loisei siru? Now the Gemara brings down a machlokes. Itmar gidin shesoifan lahakshoyz. Rabbi Yochanan Amar nimnin alehem bepesach. Rishlakish Amar ain nimnin alehem bepesach. Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish are arguing about the halacha as to whether you could be nimne, meaning could you be counted as a member of the chabura if all that's available for you to eat is these gidin. So Rabbi Yochanan says, Nimnun Aleim, because Basar Hashta Azlinun. Since right now they're edible, they're considered Basar Le'inyan being Nimna. Rishlakish Amr Ein Nimnun Aleim, Basar Basayf Azlinun. You look at the stage of later. Later on they get hard, and therefore they don't have a halacha of Basar. Eisvei Rishlakish Lerb Yochanan, Rishlakish asked the Kasha to Rabbi Yochanan from our Mishnah. It says, Kolai Nechel B'Shar Gadol Yeyachol B'Gidi HaRach, Omahen Rashik Nafayim V'Aschusim. It sounds like honey in Avogidim Shesayfel Hakshis Loi. From our Mishnah, it's Mashma. The Davka, the Roshik Nafaivach's Chusim, which, like the Gemara explained, is at least possible to eat through a lot of shlika, through a lot of cooking. But things like these gidin, which are soifer lahakshais, is not considered a davar hanechal b'gdi harach. Now, from the very kasha that Rishlokish asks on Rabbi Yochanan, it would seem very clear that the subject matter of our Mishnah is what is considered a legitimate basar le'inyan being nimna le'mishim pesach because that's the subject matter of the machlokes of Yechon Rishlakish. How could Rishlakish bring a raya from our Mishnah if our Mishnah is not discussing the halacha of being nimna le'im? And to put it in the words of the Egletal, in Melechas Koitzer, Siflam Beis, Oiz Zayin, in the Hago over there, if our Mishnah is talking, like the Ravid says, about the mitzvah to eat the p- parts of the carbon Pesach, and the rule of our Mishnah is that any parts that are inedible in a Shor HaGadol, you do not have a mitzvah to eat in a Gedi HaRach, then Rabbi Yochanan can answer to Rish Lakish, you don't have any raya. Maybe lo'olam, the Gidin Shesoifen Lahakshois, you could be Nimna Alein, because you go after Hashta. And right now they're soft, and they have a Din Basar. Nevertheless, you don't have a mitzvah to eat them. You're allowed to eat them, and you could be considered part of the Chabura if there is such Basar available to you, but you still don't have a mitzvah midin siru to eat them. And the reason why you don't have a chiv to eat them is because it's not the derech to eat them. How do we know that it's not the derech to eat them? Because the Gemara says in Pei Bays that the Gidei Hatzavar, you're not mechuyiv to eat because they're very hard, even though the Gemara says that they come with a noiser. Rashi over there explains that the Gidei Hatzavar, and Dibur Maschal Elo Pshita, the Gidei Hatzavar, he says, Mishum she'ena chol mach meskoshin, mani lubadei hatzamas v'kamar de'ikran l'sreifa, de'mistama lo'i achlehu. Mistama, the person doesn't eat them, therefore they end up getting burnt. Misham Noiser. So you don't have a chiv to make sure that it doesn't come with a Noiser because it's not the derech to eat it. But it's definitely clear that it becomes Noiser because you have to burn it. So why don't we say over here as well that Le'inyin being Nimna Le'in Misham Pesach, Rabbi Yechonah could say you are Nimna Le'in because it has a Din Basar, but you still don't have a mitzvah to eat them because it's not the derech to eat them. So this could be Rashi's Tainan. That's how the Eglital explains. Rashi's reason for not wanting to learn like the Ravid is because if you would learn like the Ravid, then Rabbi Yochanan has a response to Rishlokish's Raya.
That is that the two are separable. You could say that something is considered baser le'inyan being nimna le'mishem pesach. Nevertheless, it's not something that you're mechuyiv to eat. Continues the Egletal and he says, so what does the Raiva do with this taina? How could the Raiva learn that our Mishnah is talking about your chiv to eat it, to make sure that it doesn't come with a noiser, then what's rich like just riot or b'yechen, like we just asked. Says the Eglital, the Ravid can answer this taina by saying that this is only Rashi Lishitase. Rashi learns in our sugya that Rabbi Yechon Rishlokish are discussing the Gidin in the Tzavar. And those are the Gidin that it says in Pegimel of Abayz that a person doesn't normally eat. However, if you look in Toysvis over here, Dibra Maslow, Gidin Shesayf and Lahakshis, Toysvis learns that our sugya is not talking about the Gidin at Tzavar, rather it's talking about the Gidin of the Shedra and the like. Those gidin are right now soft and edible. They just later on will become hard. So by such gidin, you can't taina like we said, that perhaps Rabbi Yechon is right, that you could be nimna alehen, and yet there still is no chiv to eat them, because the normal thing is not to eat them. But if you're talking about the gidin on the Shedra, the normal thing is to eat them. So inasmuch as Rabbi Yechon is correct, that you could be nimna alehen, meaning you don't look at their matzav of later, that they're soifin lahakshis, rather you look at their matzav right now as being edible, then there's no reason to say that it wouldn't be the same halacha legabe yurchiv to eat them to make sure that it doesn't come lide noiser. So that's how the Eglital explains the Machlaikis, Rashi, and the Raivet. According to Rashi, we're talking about the Gidei Tzavar, then it's possible to be Mechalik between the Din of being Nimna Lein and the Din of Yerchiv to eat them so that it shouldn't come Lidei Noisar. Mashiachin, according to the Raivet, there's no way to make such a Chilik. And if there's no way to make such a Chilik, then the Gemara has a Raya, even if we're talking about two separate Halachas. Rabbi Yechon and are talking about the Din as to whether you have, you're allowed to be Nimna Lein or not. And the Mishnah is talking about your Chiyuv. And the truth is that the Lashon of the Mishnah is more mashma like the Ravid than Rashi. It sounds like we're talking about your Chiyuv to eat it. And there's no mention of whether you could be Nimna Lein or not. However, this is all true. Legabit Machlik is Rashi and the Ravid. The Ramam that we mentioned earlier is very difficult from this Gemara because the Ramam learns that we're talking in our Mishnah about the Din of Shvirus Etzem. Now, what could possibly be the Raya from our Mishnah? To the sheet of Rishlokish. Rishlokish is arguing on Rabbi as to whether you can be Nimna Leimishim Pesach, and he brings a raya from a Mishnah that says that anything other than what becomes hard in a Shara Godol does not have an Isser of Shviris Etzem. Now, what does one have to do with the other? Well, how do I see from the halacha of what's considered Shviris Etzem which items you could be Nimna in order to be considered part of the Chabura? So Reb Chaim, the Chedusha Agrach al gives the following explanation. He starts off with the Hakdama, that the Shita of the Rambam, according to the way it seems from the Lashon of the Rambam, is that these Gidin, even though Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlokish are arguing as to whether you could be Nimna Aleim Bepesach, nevertheless the Din of the regular Halacha that Kachim are supposed to be Nechal, in order to make sure that it doesn't come with a Noiser, which is a Halacha by all Kachim, that Halacha would for sure apply to such Gidin. Because although in the end they're going to become hard, since right now they are edible, the assumption of the Rambam is that you definitely have a Mitzvah Sachila, Legabe those gidin. And then, says Reb Chaim, it's even more confusing. Because why, when discussing the Machloikis Reb Yochen Rishlokish, which focuses on whether you could be Nimna Leim Bepesach, why do we choose to be Medama that to the Mishnah, which, according to the Rambam, is talking about the din of Shviris Etzem, 
Instead of being medamit to the halacha, which says Reb Chaim, the Rambam is moide, that lekula yalma, it has a mitzvah of achila. Better be medamit to the mitzvah of achila. The mitzvah of achila, he says, is definitely there. You have a mitzvah to make sure that it doesn't come with a noiser by all kachim. So why, when you're trying to determine whether you could be nimna leim bepesach, whether you could be considered part of the chabura because you have the availability of these gidim to be eaten, why should that be dependent more on the halacha of shviris etzem than it's dependent on the din that all kachim have to be eaten? So he explains that the main machloikes between Rabbi Yechon and Rishlokish, whether we go baser hashta or baser besoif, you look at the stage as it is now or later, is a machloikes concerning whether this part of the animal has a shame busser on it. There are two things. There's a shame oichel and a shame busser. All other kachim, in order to be considered part of the mitzvah of Achilles kachim, all you need to have is that this thing is edible and it has on it a shem oichel. Masha'enkin l'gabit the din of carbon Pesach, there's a posik that says, Va'achlu es ha-busser balayla hazeh. So even if we are to assume that the gidin that are racking, they're, they're soft and they're going to become hard later, even if we were to agree that those things are considered oichel and you could eat them and you would be mekayim your mitzvah v'achilas kodshim with them, but le'inyan being nimne aleim shum karbon pesach, that you need to have the extra shame baser. And the shaila is, do we define it as baser since right now it is something that is edible and it's part of an animal? Or do we say that no, since it's going to become hard later, that's a giloy, that this is not really busser. It may be an edible part of the animal, but it's not considered busser. And that's the machlekes b'yechen reshlokish. Do we look at the stage as it is now, and thereby define it as busser, and it's shayach to the special unique din of Achilles carbon Pesach, or do we say that since it's going to become hard later, so it doesn't have on it a shem busser, even if it's royal achila, and you would have on it the mitzvah of regular Achilles Kachim, but the added dimension that Karben Pesach has, which is based on the Pesach of Achilles, a Basar, that depends on whether it uh, has a Shem Basar or not, and if it's going to become hard later, perhaps it's not considered Basar. And he says, Adarabah, you see from the Lashon of the Rambam, when he says, Gidon Arachin, Afal Pi Sheheim Necholim Pesach, they are Nechol in the Pesach, Mikomokam Eim Nim you can't be Nimne on them. The Hainu, the Ramam Shita is that these things are considered oichel and they're shayach to the regular din of Achilles Kachim and that's what it means Alpishem Necholim. However, they don't have the special din of Basar which would enable the person to be Nimna as part of the Chabura. Says Reb Chaim, there's one other din aside from the Halacha of Achilles Karbim Pesach that is dependent on the Shem Basar. And that is the Isra Shvirus Etzim. It's all dependent on whether this thing is defined as Basar or as Etzim. And that is the subject matter matter of our Mishnah. Things that eventually will become hard, do you look at the way that they're going to develop and therefore they have a shame etzem on them and then they have the iser of shviris etzem? Or do you look at their stage of now and say that since they're edible now, they have a din baser? Says Rishlokish Terb if you see in our Mishnah that legabi the din of shviris etzem, we look at the stage of later as being their real stage and the current stage is not really what defines what they are, then the same thing would hold true Ligabe the dinner being Nimna Lehm Bepesach. Like we explained, the whole Shilist, whether you could be Nimna Lehm Bepesach or not, is dependent on whether they have a dinner busser, or Achlis a busser, Belayla Hazet.
Using this line of reasoning, Reb Chaim explains the end of our Gemara as well. The Gemara says that When you go to Rav Rami Lei, ask him the following Does Rav actually say that Gidon, that eventually become hard, you could be That means you go after their stage, their current stage. Rabbi Shlokish actually asked the Shiloh about something else from Rabbi Yochanan. The Shiloh he asked him was, the skin of the head, of the skull of an Egel Harach, a small calf, Mahu does it have Tumah or not? answered him, It doesn't become Tumah. You see that you go after its eventual stage, not its current stage. Now, Reb Chaim's assumption is that the question that was being asked was a question legabe Tumas Nevela. And therefore, says Reb Chaim, what is Tumas Nevela dependent on? Reb Chaim says that Tumas Nevela needs one thing. It has to be Basr Shal Nevela. Anything that's not the Basr of a Nevela, even if it's edible, will not have Tumas Nevela. That's how the Gemara knew that this is also dependent on the Shaila of the whole Sugya. Whether it has a shame Basr because it's current edible stage, or it does not have a Din Basr because it's eventually going to become hard and therefore we cannot define it as basar. So we basically have three halachas that are dependent on whether something is considered basar or it's considered an etzim because eventually going to get hard. One halacha is the halacha of our Mishnah Lefi, the Rambam, whether you have a din of shviris etzim or not. Even though right now it's soft and it's edible, but since eventually it's going to become hard, so it's defined as an etzim, and therefore you're not allowed to eat it, because that would be a lav of shvir's etzim. Number two, the Gidin Shesayf and Lahakshis, do you have the right to be nimna leimishim pesach? Do they have a din of basar li'inyan va'achles ha'basar balayla hazeh? And number three, whether things that are eventually going to become hard, whether they have a din of Tumas Nevela. Now Reb Chaim wants to say that the Ravid, who argues in the Rambam and says that our Mishnah is talking about your of Achila to make sure that if God does not come Lidei Noiser that that is also dependent on the Shem Basar and he says that that is the Machloikis the Rambam and the Raivet the Rambam holds that the of Achila that you have on Kodshim has nothing to do with the Shem Basar and that's how the Rambam knew that our Mishnah is not discussing the of Achila the Rambam didn't want to explain like the Raivet that is talking about your of Achila because it's possible that you don't need a Shem Basar for your as long as you make sure that it doesn't come with day noiser, you're mekayim your chiyav achila. The way it's printed in the stencil that we have, he says it with das Rashi v'haraivid near the sphere lay the gam hamitzvah achilas kodshim the alma gam kain tolid bezeh im shem baser aleim haloy. Meaning that the way that he explains the machloikas between the Rambam and the Raivad, he includes Rashi on the side of the Raivad as saying that the mitzvah of achilas kodshim the alma regular mitzvah achilas kodshim to make sure that it doesn't come lidei noiser is also dependent on whether it has a shem baser or not, which of course can't be. True because we know that Rashi does not learn like the Ravid. He doesn't learn that our Mishnah is talking about your Chiyav Achila to make sure that it doesn't come with the Noiser. Rather, he learns that our Mishnah is talking about being Nimna Alei Mishum Pesach, just like the Machlokes Rebbeich and Rish Lakish. So there's no Hechrich that the Shittas Rashi is that the Din of Achilas Kodshim, the Alma, is dependent on the Shem Basar. 
Not only that, it's Mukhach in the Shittas Rashi that he disagrees with this entire theory that the focal point of the entire sugya is whether something is considered basar because of its current stage or it's not considered basar because of its later stage. Because actually in the end of the Gemara, the case of the Or Haroy Shal Egel Arach that we mentioned that the Rav Chaim says is also dependent on the Shaila as to whether it's basar or not because, says Rav Chaim, that discussion is a discussion about Tumas Nevela, and Tumas Nevela is dependent on a shame Basar. If you look at Rashi over there, he says, Tumas And the Magia on Reb Chaim points out that Rashi clearly is not learning like Reb Chaim's Shtukal He's not learning that the case in the Gemara later is a question that is discussing whether it has a shame Basar or not, because Rashi is explaining that the Shiloh of the Gemara, whether it has Tuma or not, is about Tumas Oichlin. Now, Tumas Oichlin does not require a shame Basar. It's only if you're learn like Reb Chaim's pshat in the Gemara, that we're discussing Tumas Nevela, then you could say that the Gemara is dependent on a shame Basar. But Rashi clearly is learning that we're not discussing Tumas Nevela, we're discussing Tumas Oichel. If we're discussing Tumas Oichel, then al the Gemara is not discussing whether it has a shame Basar or not. So Reb Chaim's pshat can work for the Rambam and the Raivad, and the only machlegs between the Raivad and the Rambam is whether the regular din Achilles Kachim is another thing that's dependent on whether something has a shame Basar or not. The Ramam holds it's only the three things that we mentioned earlier, namely the din Shviris Etzem, number one. Number two, the din of being Nimna Alei Mishem Pesach. And number three, the din of Tumas Nevela. Those three things are dependent on whether something has a shame Basar or not. And the Ravid holds that even the Chiyuv to eat it, in order that it shouldn't come Lidei Noiser, is also dependent on the Shem Basar. And that is good for the Machlaikas, the Ramam and the Ravid. That's how Reb Chaim explains. Rashi, on the other hand, clearly holds that the whole sugya as to whether we go Basar Hashto or Basar Besoif, has got nothing to do with whether something is considered Basar or not. Rather, do you look at the eventual stage which says that it's not really edible, it's not even an Oichel, it wouldn't even have Tumas Oichlin, or do you look at its current stage and say that since it is edible, so then you have the right to be Nimna Aleim B'Pesach, and it would also have Tumas Oichlin. Now, until now, we've been discussing the Gidin that are Seifer Lahakshais, and the whole Machloikis has been whether you look at their eventual stage and see them as being eventually becoming Etzem as opposed to remaining Basar. What about Gidin that are not Seifel Lahakshais? The Brisa seems to state clearly that Gidin Harakhani Doinin Kibasar since they are not going to become hard. And it's only the uh, case of Gidin Shasifel Hakshis that Rabbi Yochan and Rishlakish argue. But everybody seems to agree that Gidin that are not Seifel Lahakshais, Gidin that remain soft, since they're edible, they could be considered Basar, Le'inyan being Nimna, Bipesach, being part of the Chabura, when you need to have a Kezayas Basar. Now, if there are Nidoinin Kibasar, that would seem to indicate that there also would be all the other dinam that go along with something that's Basar. If a carbon becomes pigle, then any part of the carbon that is Basar, you're Chayev Karas if you eat it. If these things are considered Basar, then and the, if the carbon will become nicer, then you would be Chayev Karas if you ate it. If a Tame ate it, the same thing would hold true. It's considered Basar like any other part of the animal that's called Basar. The Minchas Chinuch in Mitzvah Ches, Ois Beis, asks from a Beferishim Mishnah in Zvachim, Daflam and Ham and Aleph. The Mishnah over there says that Hashachar is Hazevach, somebody who shechts a carbon lechel kezayis min ha'or, with the intention to eat a kezayis from the hide of the animal, chutz lezmanoi, umin ha'roitiv, umin ha'kipa, min ha'alau, min ha'atzomais, umin ha'gidin, umin ha'karnayim, min ha'tofayim. If he, all of these things, 
if he has the intention to eat it, it would not make it into pigel. And included in that list is, of course, the gidim. And the Mishnah continues, says, If the behemoth would have become this pagel with a machshava to eat a kezayis from the basar, if a person were then to go and eat a kezayis of the gidin or any of these other things, he would not be chay of curries if that animal's pigel or noiser or tummy. Now we don't find over there anybody being mechalic between gidin that are going to eventually become hard or gidin that are not going to become hard. So it sounds like all gidin are not included in the shame basar legabe pigel noiser tummy. Now the Minchas Chinuch says that the question itself is possible to answer. Because there is a general machloikist whose source is in Perkir Anoshe Peitesim Abeis, and it's mentioned a number of places in Shas, whether Yesh Begidin Benoisin Tam or Ein Begidin Benoisin Tam. Are Gidin something that give Tam or not? Rabbi Yehuda Shita and Davkufim Abeis in Chulin is Yesh Begidin Benoisin Tam. The Gemara, however, in Chulin Dav Tzarek Tesim Abeis paskins that Ein Begidin Benoisin Tam. So he says that our sugya could be going according to the Mandiyamar Yesh Begidin Benoisin Tam. And you see, and that Pegilma obeys that the Gemara says that our Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yehuda. And like we just said, Rabbi Yehuda holds Yesh Begidin Benoisin Tam. And Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish, who are arguing by Gidnish Yisoyf and Lahakshois, that's because they hold Yesh Begidin Benoisin Tam. And that's the sheet of Rabbi Yechon and Beitzah, that Yud Beitzah and Aleph. So that's why it's possible to discuss being Nimna Aleyem Bepesach. However, Lahalacha, we pass in that ain't Begidin Benoisin Tam. And therefore we could say that the Mishnah in Zvachim that we mentioned, that you're not chayev by Gidin, Mishum Pigel Noisav Tami is going like Mandi Yamar, ain't beginning B'noisin Tam. However, says the Minchas Chinuch, the problem is with the Shittas Rambam, because the Rambam in quite a few places paskins that ain't beginning B'noisin Tam. Nevertheless, in Perak Yud, Hilchus Karben Pesach, Halacha Yud, the, pa- the Rambam paskins that Gidin, Shesoyf and Lahakshis, you cannot be Nimnun Aleihem, which is mashma that gidin that are not soif and you could be nimnun aleihem. They're considered basar le'inyan carbon pesach. The minchas chinuch adds, he says, v'loymar the yesh chiluk to say that there is a difference. The le'inyan loisa say loyhavi achila. The le'inyan alav like noiser pigel and tame, it's not considered achila. Or le'inyan asay havi achila. K'moshin is tapping the mishnah lemelech perik hey mi yisari atayr alocha ches. The mishnah lemelech offers such a suggestion that there is a difference between loisa say and asay. Legabe loisa say something like Gidin is not considered Nachila and Le'inyan say it is considered Nachila. He says Zeh ain't Svaraklau. He does not want to accept this theory of the Mishnah Lamelech. Perhaps we could say that the Rambam really does hold like the Chiluk of the Mishnah Lamelech and we could explain the Svara of the Mishnah Lamelech as follows. The Rambam in the Sefer Mitzvahs, in Mitzvahs Loisa say Kuf Pei Zayin, after bringing down the Iser to eat Basar B'cholov which comes after the mitzvahs loisa say to cook. You're not allowed to cook, Basar B'chalof. The Rambam asks on himself, he says, why do you think it is that I counted the iser to cook Basar B'chalof and the iser to eat Basar B'chalof, but I did not count the iser to be nene from Basar B'chalof? Because we know, says the Rambam, that the Torah says, Leisavashel Gedi B'chalev Imoy three times in the Torah, and Chazal Darshan, that to mean, Chad Le'iser Achila, Chad Le'iser Hanov, Chad Le'iser Bishel. So why is it, says the Rambam, did I include Two mitzvahs and not a third. Answers the Rambam. She iser hano ain roi she imone mitzvah b'fnei atzma b'fnei shahu v'iser achila inyan echot. Iser hano and iser achila is one inyan. She ha'achila min mi mine ha'hano. Eating is a type of hano. V'amra yizbarach b'davar shahu le'ei achel amnam hu dimyon mi dimyonei ha'hano. 
The Torah sometimes tells you not to eat something, and the intention is you're not allowed to be nene. The way to be nene is through achila. And he brings the Gemara in Psachim Dafchaf Alat that says, Komakum Shenemer, Loi Soicha, Loi Soichlo, Loi Achel, Echer Isra Achilo, Echer Isra Nabimashma. So the Ramam was Megala to Asa Yisoid, that when the Torah asserted Achilo, the Torah was really assering a certain type of Hano. That means that the Isser of Achilo is an Isser to derive pleasure and benefit through the medium of Achilo. However, that's only true with regards to an iser to eat. We never find that when a person has a mitzvah to eat something, that the Torah's tzivoy is, I want you to be nene through the medium of achila. Rather, the Torah's tzivoy is that you should do the pu'ula of achila. Therefore, even if we paskin like the Madi Yomar, we can say that there is no iser achila when it comes to isurim, on Gidin, like the Isser of Pigol, Noiser, and Tomei, because the, the Isurim are all dependent on being Nene. And if you hold Eid Begidim Benes and Tam, it could be that the Ramam holds that there is no Hanas Achilo. Masha'enkein, the mitzvah of Achila, the carbon Pesach, to be Nimne, there it's only a mitzvah to do the Maisa Achila, it's not a mitzvah to do Hanas Achila, and therefore you're considered being part of the Chabura because you have a mitzvah even Legabe, those Gidin. Lemaskana, Rabbi Yochanan is moida to Rishlakish, that you go baser besoif, meaning you look at the stage where the Gidin are going to become hard, and since at that point they're inedible, we cannot consider them edible now, so you cannot be nimna lehem bepesach. The Gemara in Chulin Dafayim Vav Mebez also brings down the fact that Rabbi Yochanan was choyzer, and that is how we pass in Lahalach, the Torah in Simen Nun Hei, as well in the Shulchan Aruch over there, Simen Nun Hei, Sif Tes, we pass in the Gidon do not have a halacha like Basar. In the Sefer Torah Lishmat, Simon Kufpe Gimel, he wants to learn from this halacha that if a person were to have an esrig that has the proper shear, it's a, it's a kibetza, which is the shear you need for an esrig, but it's exactly the right shear. And he knows that during the Yomtif of Sukkis, at some point it's going to be diminished from the proper shear. So he says that you cannot be Yoytzi or Chiv even on the first day, although it has the bright shear, because we see in our sugya that although these gidin are soft in the beginning and they're edible like basar, since they eventually will become hard, you do not look at their current stage, rather you look at their eventual stage, you look at what's going to happen, lebasoif. So too, Gabi the Esther, you have to say that you look at the way that it's going to end up. Now, according to the Reb Chaim that we mentioned earlier, there would be absolutely no riot from here. Because Reb Chaim explains that the idea of Soifel Ahakshois is really only a simon what its identity is. When you want to determine whether something is a piece of busser or it is an etzem, then you have to look at what it does it eventually turn into. When it gets fully developed, what is its final stage of a development? If eventually it gets hard, then we say that although you managed to find a time when it was edible and it hasn't yet been fully developed, but that does not indicate that it, it really is busser. It's a etzem, which is now edible, but it is still only an etzem and it doesn't have a din busser. Masha'enkein Legabi, the esrig, we know what its identity is. It's an esrig. The question is, does it have a proper shear? On that, we would say that right now it has the proper shear. The fact that later on it's going to be diminished from the shear doesn't mean that now we don't see it as having a full shear. 
So when the eventual stage is an indication that it has an entirely different identity, then we say you go Basr Lubisayf. But if it's just going to have a Chsarin in its eventual stage, but it doesn't show that it's a different identity, then you do not look at the eventual stage, you d- d- look at what it is now. And you can really see this Svara from a Gemara in Brachas, Daf Lamed Vav Med Aleph. Over there the Gemara is talking about the appropriate bracha to make on kura. Kura is a part of a dekel, of a palm tree. The branches at an early stage are edible. Eventually they become hard and they are part of the makeup of the trunk of the tree. During their edible stages, machloik is negemar, whether you make a bari priadama because they grow from the ground, or do you make a shahakol niyabedvari. The reason for the manyamar, Shmuel, who says make a shahakol, is because it's not really considered a pri, because it's soifei lahakshes, it eventually becomes hard. The Gemara then goes and tries to bring a raya, not like this shita, by saying that radishes eventually get hard. If you leave them alone, they get hard, and you still make a bari priyadam on them. However, the Gemara says there's a difference, because radishes, not the inchi adaito de pugla. When a person plants it, his intention is that you should eat it during that stage. And the explanation of what the Gemara is saying is that by a radish, the identity of the radish is, it is a radish, and the edible stage is its real stage. It may be a radish that eventually, when left for too long, becomes hard, but that doesn't mean that it's not considered a pre, because when a person plants it, his intention is to partake of it while it's still soft. Masha'en came by the dekel, the person's intention was that it should become part of the tree, not that you should eat it. So even if you found a stage in which it's possible to eat it, that doesn't mean necessarily that you could define it as a pre during that stage. Because when people plant it, it's loy nati inchi adaita the kura. So you see from the Gemara that when things are soifer lahakshes, it really all depends. Soifer lahakshes in and of itself is not a reason to be mevatel the current shem. The only time that you use the svar of soifer lahakshes is when that soifer lahakshes is its desired outcome. And the Havana is like we explained. When the desired outcome is that it should be hard, like by the Dekel, then the real definition, the real identity of this Kura is a branch. It's a branch which you may find a time earlier that it's edible, but its real identity is a branch. If the Nati and Sheadaita is like by the radishes, that the person plants it in order for it to be eaten during the earlier stage, then the fact that it gets hard later does not is not Kaveya its identity as a non- Pre. So the same thing would hold true in our sugya. The soifer lahakshes of Gidin is soifer lahakshes that makes a difference because the real intention is for these things eventually to become hard when you become fully developed. The fact that you could get it at a premature stage and then go and eat it is not indicative of its being busser. Rather, we say that it, it is really an etzem, but, but it's an etzem that you can find a way to consume it when it's not yet fully developed. The Mishnah says, Somebody who's over the Isser, Shvirus Etzem, if it's a Pesach that's Tor, he gets Malkus. But somebody who leaves over, he's over the Isser of Loisir, he makes it Noiser, or, the Gemara says, Somebody who's over the Isser, 
Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. Yehuda's shita is the reason why you don't get malchus for the iser of noiser is because it's a lav anitik lasei. Rabbi Yaakov Oimer loymen Hashem huzel omep mishum to have lelav sheim by myself ain't loykin olav. The Rambam in Hilchas Pesulei Makdashim Perak Yudches Halacha Test says that it's aser to leave over besar kodshim laachar zman achilason shenemar bekarbon toider lesisim menuad boiker vuhu adin l'shar hakodshim kulon. Says the Rambam, "Hamoisir ainoi loike sharei nitke akosiv lasei." The Rambam gives the reason, like Rabbi Yehuda, that it's a lav anitik lasei. The Kesef Mishnah asks on him, since we paskin that lav sheim by maisei ain loike no love, why would the Rambam have to say the tam of lav anitik lasei? And the Kesef Mishnah answers that the Rambam is l'ruusin nakar. He's only saying it to tell me the added chiddush that even if the lav would be yesh by maisei, you still would not get malchus because the lav anitik lasei. Asks the Mishnah Lamelech over there. On the Teretz of the Kesef Mishnah, he says, it's not true. It's not enough to just tell me that it's a lavanitic lasse, because lavanitic lasse has a rule. Because as soon as it becomes impossible to be Mikhaim, the Yasei, the person gets Malkus. Like the Ramah Paskins and Hilchus Narbasula. One of the Lavanitic Lasei that we know of is a person who's over the Isser of divorcing in Isha that he was Ma'anis. It's called a Lavanitic Lasei because he constantly has an Asei to remarry her. If after he divorces her, she dies, he gets Malkus. That's the Ramah in Hilchus Narbasula, Perak Alpha Locha Zayin. The Ramah in Hilchus Shechita, Perak Yudgimal Locha Beis, by says that if the person is over the Isser of and then the, the bird dies, he's also uh, like it. This is, of course, based on the sugya in the third parak of Malkus. So the Mishnah Melch asks, why would you tell me that the reason why you don't get Malkus is because it's a lava nitaglase? If the noiser gets lost or the person eats it and it's impossible for him to make the mitzvah say of burning the noiser, then he should get Malkus if it would only be because of lava nitaglase. So the Ramam should have told us the Tam of Lav Shein by Maisa, which teaches us that you don't get Malkus in all scenarios. The Baruch Tam answers with a big aside. He says that Noiser is different from all other Lav Hanitik Lasei. Every other Lav Hanitik Lasei has the rule that we mentioned, that if it becomes impossible to Mekayim Dasei, you get Malkus. Masha'en Kain Noiser, that din is not true. The reason for this Chilik, says the Baruch Tam, is because a standard Lav Hanitik Lasei, the Asei on some level is misakin the Lav that you were over. For example, the Isser of divorcing the Isha that he was Ma'anis. The Torah tells you remarry her because the Torah doesn't want you to remain with the Avla of having divorced her. When you remarry her, then on some level there's a Tikkun. Similarly, the case of Loi Sigzel. There's a, a mitzvah of Heshes HaGzela. If you return the Gzela, then you're being Misakin, the Lav that you were over. Or the case of Loi Sigzel. When you send her away, you're being Misakin, the Avla that you did. Masha'en Kain, the Lav of Noiser, once the person was Moiser, he left it over by burning it, he's not really being masak in anything. The lav was not to leave it over, rather to eat it. The person who left it over, there's nothing he could do to be masak in that on any level. The Torah gave a special din to burn it afterwards, and he says the gather of this lava nitiglase is just to make it different than the lav the chasimah. It's a gilu that you don't get malchus for this lav. Therefore, he says whether or not it right now is possible to mekayim dase makes no difference. Legabe your of malchus, you will not get malchus because here the din lava nitiglase is just to define the lav as a lav that's not similar enough to the lav the chasimah, the lav leisachim shabadishay, which is where we learn all malchus from. And since it's not diamond to that love, the Torah told us that you don't get Malchus for this love. Another question the Mishnah Melech asks over there is that you see a difference in the Rambam, how he relates to the Isser of 
being Moisir, Bosar of the Carbon Pesach, and being Moisir, the Emurin of the Carbon Pesach. In Perk Al Falacha Zayn, the Ramam says, Hamenich Emurin Veloyiktiron, somebody who leaves of the Emurin. The Emurin is the parts that you're supposed to put on the Mizbeach, not the parts that you eat. If a person leaves the Emurin and he did not makter them, Achenifslu Belina, they became Pasul Belina, Hariza Oiver Belisa says, Shenemer Veloyolin Chelev Chagi Ad Boiker. That's the Easter that tells us that you're not allowed to leave the Emurin until the morning. Says the Ramam, even though you weren't Mikayim, uh, the mitzvah you were over on the mitzvah, say, you don't get Malkus So over there, the Ramam says the time that you don't get Malkus is because Ein Boy Maise. By Achilles Bosser, in Perak Yura, Locha Yur Aleph, the Ramam says, Tzorch Adam Lihishtadel, Shlo Yashim Bibisara Pesach Ad Boiker, Shenemer Loise Siru Mimenu Ad Boiker. And there, as we mentioned earlier, the Ramam says the reason why you don't get Malkus is because Allah Hanitik Lase. The Briska Rav in Tmura Dafdalar Mabez says a teret to this question, B'Shem is father of Chaim, that there's a difference between the Isser of Layolin and the Isser of Loisesir Mimenuad Boiker. The Toichen of the Isser of Loisesir Mimenuad Boiker is that we're not allowed to bring the Basar Lide Noiser. Bringing onto it the Chaloy Shem Noiser is the way that you're over the love. Now the Mitzvah Sasei of Be'esh Tisroifu is a Mitzvah Sasei that's given to Noiser. You're supposed to burn Noiser. Therefore, it's called a lava nitik lasse. Because the Torah gave you a formula how to treat noiser, and your iser was to bring it lide noiser. Masha'enkin by Emurim, the Torah wasn't giving you an iser to cause it to become noiser. The Torah was asering lina. Lina is a different psul. The right that lina is a different psul than noiser is because you could have lina by things that it's not even shaykh by them noiser. For example, there's an iser of lina when you leave over the mekir. If they're outside, they, you didn't do the, uh, the muchni by the kir, the Gemara says in the second parak of Zvachim, that in order to prevent the Mekir from becoming Nifsobalina, you had to use this Muchni, a wheel that would put it back into the ground. That means that it was Shaykh to the Psalina. You can't have Noiser by the Mekir, but you could have Lina. So by the Imurim, the Torah didn't assert Noiser, bringing the shame Noiser on them. The Torah assert the Psul of Lina. Now it happens to be that once they are Nifsobalina, they also become Noiser. But since the Toichan of the Isser wasn't to create a Shem Noiser, we can't call it a Lava Nitiklase. Because a Lava Nitiklase is any time the Torah gave you a Mitzvah that directly relates to the result of your Loisaseh. So by Noiser, if the Isser was, don't bring a day Noiser, and the Torah has a formula how to treat noiser, that's called a lavanit glace. Masha'en came by Lina, even if eventually it becomes noiser because of Yipsolina, but the Torah told, didn't tell you how to treat something that's nifsobalina. There's no mitzvah say what to do with something that's nifsobalina. Says the Briskara, that's not called a lavanit glace. Perhaps we can even offer another teretz, a similar teretz, and that is that the Isser of Loisei Siru Mimenu Ad addresses the uh, result. The Torah says, don't allow it to be left over. Left over means that I don't want the busser to be around when morning comes. If the busser is around, and then the Torah tells me what to do with the busser, then the Torah is dealing with the outcome of my lab. My lab was, don't generate an outcome that it should be left over. The Torah defined the result, and now the Torah told me how to treat the thing that has that result. That is called the Lavanitic Lasse. Masha'en came by Loyola and Chilov Chagiat Boiker. The Torah didn't define a result at all. The Torah's Isser was not to create a certain result. Rather, the Torah told you not to do the action. The action of letting it go, leaving it around throughout the night. 
Loyolin is don't allow Lina. Lina just means to refrain from putting it on the Mizbeach throughout the night. Since the Torah didn't define the result at all, the Torah just told me not to do the action of Lina, we can't call it a lava nitik because all the Torah told you with the assay is how to treat the result. So when the Isser was not to generate a certain result, then you could call the Eshtisroifu a way to treat the product of my Loisaseh. Masha'en came by Loyolin, the Torah didn't tell me how to treat the product of my Loisaseh because the Loisaseh was not to, to, to create a certain product. The, the Loisaseh was just not to do the action. The Gemara brings then a Brisa. The Brisa is discussing the din that Shaiver Etzem in Karben uh, Pesach, that's Puzzle, is not an Isser. So there are two Limudim. The Tanakhama learns Ve'etzem Leisishbru Boy. Boy, Bekasher Veloy Bepuzzle. The word Boy teaches us that the only time that you're over the Isser of Ve'etzem Leisishbru Boy is when it's a Kasher Karben Pesach. Rebbe Aimer, Bebayis Echad Yeochel Ve'etzem Leisishbru Boy. It's a hekesh between the word Yeochel that it says, Bebayis Echad Yeochel. So that's the din of Achila. Ve'etzem that teaches us So according to the Tanakhama, it's totally in the kashris of the carbon Pesach, and according to Rebbe, it's totally on the carbon Pesach being Roy Lachila. And the Gemara looks for various nafkaminas between the two shitas. According to Birmia, the nafkamina is Pesach Abba Tumah. Because Rabbi Yirmiya understands that since Tumah is the Chuyah Hibetzibur, which means that in essence the carbon Pesach is really puzzle. He holds, like Rashi explains, that Tumah is the Chuyah Hibetzibur. We allow you to bring it Betumah since Roy of the Tzibur is Tomei, but it doesn't mean that it's Kosher. It's a compromise. We allow you, even though it's puzzle, to bring it. So it's called a carbon that's puzzle, and it goes into the Zerzakasav of Boy, because of Eloi Bepuzzle. Masha'en Kain, as far as being Roy Lachila, it's Roy Lachila. So therefore, according to Rebbe, the Gemara is saying, Lafir of Yermia, that there would be an Isser of the Etzim Leisishbru Boy. However, Rabbi Yosef argues on Rabbi Yermia. Rabbi Yosef says that even Rebbe, who introduces the idea that it has to be Roy Lachila, it's not as if Rebbe doesn't agree to the drush of the Tanakama as well. Rebbe also holds that it has to be a kosher carbon Pesach. It's just that Rebbe says that even if it is a kosher carbon Pesach, but you have a case in which that kosher carbon Pesach is not Roy Lachila, you also don't have an Isser of Etzim Leisish Ruboy. So Rebbe is really coming to be more makel than the Tanakama. So the Gemara then suggests another nafkamina, and that is, that the machlekes between Rebbe and the Chachamim would be in a case where the carbon started out as a kosher carbon, and then afterwards it became nifsel. So if you go like the Tanakama, that's called kosher, and the Etzim Leisishbru boy, boy, bekosher, v'loy bepasel, it's considered kosher. Mashenkin, according to Rebbe, who requires roi l'achila, l'maisa now, it's not considered roi l'achila. So Rebbe would hold there would be no iser to be shoiver the etzem of this carbon comes Abaya and he says that this is also not a legitimate nafkamina because he says in such a case even the Tanakama who says that it all is dependent on whether it's a kosher carbon or not would hold this is also not called a kosher carbon because even though all the avoidus were done beheksher but it doesn't make a difference because at the end the carbon became nifsal so now we have a machlokes Abaya and Rabbi Yosef how to understand the sheet of the Tanakama. It would seem that Rabbi Yosef holds that the pshat in the Tanakama who says, boy, because of loy means that you have to focus on the kashas of the carbon in terms of its kapara. Because we know that as long as you got, you did the zrika, then you were yoytze your chiv, even though the baser became nifsal afterwards. But that doesn't mean that it's considered a pasla carbon. It may be pasla baser. 
Abaya, on the other hand, holds that since the etzem right now belongs to Basar that is puzzle, so the word Bay doesn't go on the carbon per se and, to, and define a kosher, a carbon, a carbon that provided you with kapara. Rather, Bay means you have to look at the Basar that the etzem belongs to. Right now, that is a puzzle, a carbon. The way we're explaining Rabbi Yosef would answer the kasha of the Marsha. The Marsha asks that why does the Gemara assume when it brings the Tam of Shasa Koysher that there's any less of a reason Lefi, the Mandiyamar, that it's totally on Roy Lachilo, Lefi Rebbe, say that there's an Isser to break the Etzem then according to the Tanakama. According to Rebbe, it's not considered Roy Lachilo because it became Nifzal. So according to the Tanakama also, it's not a kosher of carbon anymore. And that's basically what Abayah's Taina is. According to the way we're explaining... Based on the Lushan of Rashi, we can understand, because kosher means that all the avoidus were done by Heksher, i.e., this is a carbon which provided you with kapara. That's what it means according to Rabbi Yosef, Shas Heksher. Rabbi Yosef's understanding of the Tanakhama is that it's a definition of a type of carbon Pesach. A carbon Pesach which provided with kapara is called a kosher carbon Pesach. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. We need your help to continue our mission. To find out about dedication opportunities, visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.